I'm feeling all right on a Thursday morning. It's great to be back in the studio recording another episode of Premier High School Sports. Uh, first off, let me address the long absence of the show. Honestly, it was due to a very strenuous schedule that I have been uh, engulfed in through the past couple weeks, as well as the fact that the three teams we cover had one win combined out of all of them. The three primary teams being Heritage, New Haven, and Woodland had one win. But since then, things have started to look up for those teams. And I think it's time to get back in the studio and do some work on those particular teams. Keep it narrow. Let me give you a quick roadmap of where we're going. We're going to make sure that we talk about Woodland. They've improved to 3-3. Three and three. We'll talk about New Haven. They're 2-4 and four now. They've started to improve. And we'll also talk about Heritage who has also made steps towards improvement. So the Woodland Warriors have made significant improvements since the last time we talked. Last time we talked, they were being beat by the Bluffton Tigers. Since then, they have taken on Southern Wells, and they've taken on Jay County for homecoming. And they have outscored those two teams 78-7. to Talk about an exclamation mark on those games. Woodland has come out and made a statement. Nathan Bratmuller has been able to right the ship through this storm. The storm being Ben Reedy out. Has not played since the Heritage game left in the first quarter. So now Woodland is 3-3. Three and three. They've only lost one game in conference. Here's really good news for them. They control their own destiny if they beat south adams as well as adam central they will win the acac conference now i know that those two things seem pretty outlandish perhaps even far-fetched but woodland could do it i wouldn't count this team out they have the talent to do so but we cannot ignore what south adams has done to teams this year they absolutely obliterated Adam Central. They obliterated Bluffton, who beat Woodland. Mind you, Ben did not play in that game. But things don't look great from a conference standpoint. But let's look at the sectional. The team who we thought was the team to beat in that sectional was Lures. They're 1-5, folks. The only team that they beat was a completely broken down Wayne Generals team, and they beat them by three points. They've lost to Northside. They've lost to Northrop. They lost by 55 points to Homestead. Lures is a very, very abysmal team this year. And they're usually pretty formidable. But this year is an exception. It's an exception to the rule that Lures is usually a good team. Because they are not good this year. So Woodland has yet again control of their destiny in sectionals. This sectional looks weaker than we initially thought, which is another thing going towards Woodland's advantage. They're all playing good right now as well. Like I said, Brat Mueller is riding the ship very well. T. Wall's playing well. Keegan Jones is playing well. Jaden Keller's playing well. Dave Bischoff's playing well. Joe Reedy's playing well. Everybody is clicking right now, and one player that I want to mention separately who I, as well as Jack Rhodes, was impressed with the past couple weeks when I talked to him, Jake Romer. He is a very talented running back. He runs extremely hard. He's got great vision, good field vision, 
great situ- aware, situational awareness. He's a really nice running back and a great asset to be implemented into this Woodland offense. Really helps take some of the pressure off of Nathan Bradmuller. So Woodland, they play LCC this week. This game means absolutely nothing. The only thing this game will do, and it's a good thing, this will get them back into a rhythm. They've played some rather weak opponents the past couple weeks, but this will get them back to the stout competition that they were accustomed to at the beginning of the year. They're going to have some very, very stout competition the last two weeks, as well as this week against LCC. But the last two weeks are what matter, and Woodland is still... Even after some ups and downs, some injuries, some adversity, they still control their own destiny. The New Haven Bulldogs, as well as the Woodland Warriors, have found themselves on a hot streak. They're on a two-game winning streak as well, winning two straight games against the Norwell Knights and the Columbia City Eagles. Now here's a fun little fact about the New Haven Bulldogs this year. When playing at home... They have outscored the four teams they've played at home 108-76. to 76. On the road, two games they've played on the road, they've been outscored 68-27. to 27. Stats don't lie. This team is much, much better at home. They play very well in John H. Young Stadium, and mostly because of the fact that I'm there for almost all the New Haven games. They've looked pretty good these past two weeks. I like what I see from the defense. They let up 10 points and 9 points in the past two weeks. They've looked great. Trevor Harrington Reed, nickname he probably hasn't heard in a while, the Dozer, he looked great the past week, as well as Dylan Caudell. Chandler Zimmerman, the offense is clicking as well. Nijay, Dre, Jamar, they're all playing well. Twins playing well. And the player that we all want to hear come out of my mouth Jakar Williams one of the most controversial quarterbacks this year very very interesting and intriguing I like what I've seen from Jakar the past couple weeks and frankly I've liked what I've seen from Jakar every home game but he's also made steps towards improvement we have to remember this Norwell team had a great defense. They held Leo to three points. And Jakar went out there and blew him out. As well as the Bulldog offense. And the Bulldog defense played well also. They're, they're starting to click on all cylinders. Things are looking up. And unlike Woodland, New Haven plays a very weak opponent this week. They play against the Belmont Braves, who are awful. They are not good at all this year, and it should be another win for New Haven. My only concern is it's on the road. They don't play as well away from John H. Young Stadium, but against a team like Belmont, they should be able to inevitably seal a victory and keep this season moving in the right direction. So I think both Woodland and New Haven will have a record of 3-4 and after this week. Told you we'd talk a little bit about the Heritage Patriots, so we're going to do it. Heritage has finally gotten their first win of the season, where they beat down the Tri-County Trojans. And I am ecstatic for that team, because it is deserved. 
They earned it. They put in a lot of work behind the scenes, and it doesn't always show on Friday night. But when they took on Tri-County on Saturday, due to all the rain and the inclement weather in the area this past week, they laid the hammer, winning what I believe to be by a score of 37-7. to So Heritage, even, is starting to pick up momentum. This is what we've waited for, PHS. We've waited for these teams to start having success. We wanted to start seeing results, and that's what we're getting. So congratulations to the Heritage Patriots on their first one of the season. They're playing well. It's time for the fans' questions of the week. No polls this week because, to be frank, our fans have been pretty wrong, and that's not to magnify just one individual. Collectively, they've been wrong. Some have been right, but collectively as a whole, the fans have been wrong. So why even take their input? But we will next week. We'll get back to the fan polls. But for the questions, question number one, are you impressed with the improvements Jakar Williams has been making? Like I said earlier, yes, I am. He's made some good steps as a quarterback, and we have to remember, he's still young. When I said when they played Jakar as the starter, it was a move for the future. They want him to grow. They want him to become a better quarterback. That's why he's playing at such a young age. He's only a sophomore. Got plenty of time. Plenty of time to continue to progress and become better. Better footwork, better passing, better football IQ. It's all going to get better through the years. He's got two full years after this one. So there's plenty of time. In your opinion, has Nathan Bratmuller done a good job of riding the ship for Woodland? Like I said earlier, again, I think he has done exceptionally well. Now he's had some help from the run game with Jake Romer, and you also have your bruisers like you know Trevor Wallace or Keegan Jones. He's got a lot of talent around him, and he's got a great coach. So he's in a good situation, and that helps. You know, we see in the NFL some of these quarterbacks that go down and the backups come in and do just as well. Sometimes it's about the situation. It's a good situation for Nathan Bratmuller. It's not like he's been thrown into a fire yet. Because LCC Thunderbirds, that's going to be a real test. We're going to find out a lot then. As for Bratmuller, I think he's done very well, like I said. And I like where the whole team is going, as well as Nathan Bratmuller. And we look forward to Ben Reedy coming back. But we also look forward to Nathan Bratmuller becoming the starter next year. The last question, NFL question. Who are your playoff teams in the NFC? As you know, I did the AFC the previous couple weeks. I said I'd do the NFC later, so I'm going to do it now. I have the first team, of course, my team, the Dallas Cowboys. Regardless of their loss to the New Orleans Saints, It was a very crappy played game by the Cowboys, and they still had a chance to win it at the end. At the Superdome, tough place to play. The Cowboys are still a really good team. Don't count them out yet. Also, I have making the playoffs the Green Bay Packers. They've been good this year. Aaron Rodgers has a really good defense, and Aaron Rodgers is a great talent as well. We all know that. Also, I have making the playoffs. This one probably won't come as a surprise to many of you, but I have the New Orleans Saints 
Teddy Bridgewater's been able to right the ship. They're 2-0 with Bridgewater, playing as a starter. They beat the Seahawks in Seattle, and they beat the Cowboys at home. Those are two very impressive victories. And it just goes to show you that they have a good overall team. It's not just Drew Brees. When Drew Brees gets back, they'll be even better. Watch out for the Saints. Really good team, as you well know. Also making the playoffs, I have the Seattle Seahawks. This one was kind of tough for me because I didn't know who to take out of that division with the Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. But I'm taking the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's consistently good. He makes some utterworldly plays every single game that just leave your jaw on the table. And I love to see it. My two wild card teams. Now this is really tough because you have a lot of great teams. But one of them is the San Francisco 49ers. They're 3-0 right now. They've looked very well. Jimmy Garoppolo is great. I also love their defense. I love Nick Bosa, the old Buckeye. Good team right now. They look very formidable. They've beaten some good opponents. I like what I've seen from the 49ers. The last team I have making the playoffs. To no surprise, well, to a surprise of some of you, I don't have the Bears making the playoffs. I got the Philadelphia Eagles coming in as the last wild card team. They're still a great team. Wentz is great. He's a great quarterback. I don't think he's as good as Dak, but you know that's, that's a debate for a different day. We could have a debate for a long time about that one. So those are my NFC teams. Cowboys, Packers, Saints, 49ers, Seahawks, and the Eagles.